morning, Sterling College. Good morning. That is much, much better. Y'all excited to be here? Uh, let's try that again. Y'all excited to be here? All excited to be on Sterling College's campus? Yeah. Excited to be a warrior? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, on behalf of the Board of Trustees, the faculty, and the staff of Sterling College, it is my pleasure to welcome each of you to our 36th annual keynote convocation. And I know most of you in this room are wondering, what in the world is a keynote convocation? Well, let me tell you. This convocation service displays a few of the SC traditions as a new academic year begins. The ringing of the bell has been a tradition heard at the opening and closing of each academic year. Faculty and staff participate in what we call the welcome walk, welcoming new students into the Sterling College community. This event is mirrored at the commencement exercises as we congratulate our graduates and we bid them farewell. The college crest is also displayed to promote the history and the mission of Sterling College, all centered on the college's commitment to serve the Lord and his kingdom. These are traditions that unify the Sterling College community and welcome in the new academic year. If you're a new student with us, whether you're a transfer or a freshman, would you please stand? New students, would you please stand? New students, I want to welcome you to Sterling College, and I hope and trust that you choose to become discernibly different as you study on this campus and as you grow here as young men and young women. You, you can be seated for now. Returning students, would you please stand up? Returners, I cannot tell you how much we missed you. We sincerely missed each and every one of you, and we are so glad that you are back here on the campus of Sterling College to live life with us. So welcome back, returning students. You can be seated. You know, all of us, all of us are called to serve one another in our daily lives and show each other how the body of Christ is supposed to work. I pray that all of us together will continue to seek the Lord in new opportunities, allowing him to mold and direct our lives here at Sterling and even long after each one of you graduate. We are so very glad that you are a part of the Sterling College family of warriors. As we begin our time together today, I would like to introduce to all of you Professor of Behavioral Science, Dr. Brian Mills, who will bring our invocation, Dr. Mills. Please bow with me in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, as we celebrate the start of a new school year, we're reminded that your word tells us to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And so as we pursue knowledge, Keep us mindful that you are the source of all wisdom, that whether we experience victory or defeat, joy or sorrow, that every moment is a gift from the giver of all good things, and that as your children, we are called to be good stewards of those gifts. 
I pray your blessing on each one here and on each moment in the days and the weeks yet to come on this campus, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me in singing our hymn today, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
you, Sasha. Good morning. As the academic dean of the college, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the first convocation of the 1819 Sterling College academic year. And our keynote speaker today is no stranger to the college. He is one of our own. Dr. Roy Milhouse joined Sterling in January of 2014 and is an assistant professor of biblical studies and he's also the chair of the theology and ministry department. Dr. Milhouse holds a Master's of Arts in New Testament from Trinity Evangelical Divinity School and a PhD in Religion and Biblical Studies from Baylor University. He and his wife, Mickey, who coordinates cataloging and interlibrary loans at Sterling's Maybe Library, have three children, Ben, Jillian, and Matt. Dr. Milhouse's address today is titled, Your Time is Now and will unite us in celebration as we launch a new academic year. So please help me warmly welcome the 2018 keynote speaker, Dr. Roy Milhouse. Thank you, Dr. Brown and, and Dr. Rich for this uh, very great honor and privilege to speak to you this morning. You know, speakers are always encouraged to, to put your audience at ease and, and to get them on your side by, by telling a joke or, or something uh, to get everybody to relax a little. After Dr. Brown asked me to speak, I started to think about how I should open, and I realized something that many of you here already know. I don't have very many jokes. That wouldn't be so bad except for one very important thing. If I tell a joke here, I'm not able to use it in my classes later on. And as those of you who have had me know, that is where my true comedic wit shines through. So since I need to save my limited repertoire, I'll just skip the joke and move right into my topic. And if you ever wonder what joke I might have told, you'll just have to take class with me and you'll hear it there, probably more than once. I have a question for you that I know that you've been asked before, and you've probably asked it yourself. Why are you here? I don't mean this necessarily in some big metaphysical way, at least not yet. Uh, I'm not so much pondering the meaning of your or my existence. For the moment, I'm thinking a little more practical and to the point. Why are you here at Sterling College? I can imagine a variety of answers like, I heard that Sterling College has the best theology and ministry department in the entire Midwest. My best friend is here and he told me how great it is. They offered me a good scholarship. I get to play my sport at a high level for another four years, maybe even I wanted to go to a Christian college. Sterling College is, in fact, a Christian college. We have a rich heritage that goes back all the way to 1887, back to when there was hardly a tree in sight in the entire state, back to when Sterling, Kansas, was even more in the middle of nowhere. But stop and think about this for a second. As far-fetched as it is that many of us are, are, are here today simply due to distance, uh, history, or culture, 
A man lived and died in a backwater province of the Roman Empire 2,000 years ago. And today, there is a college dedicated to serving him in the middle of Kansas. So whatever our backgrounds, wherever we are from, whatever our stated reasons are for being here, whatever our faith commitment or lack of one is, we are all in this place at this time because Jesus Christ lived and died, and I believe rose again from the dead 2,000 years ago. Sterling College exists to provide a Christian education to all who come here. Thus, Sterling College does not simply produce biologists, musicians, football players, or even pastors. What we do is we strive to develop creative and thoughtful leaders who understand a maturing Christian faith. And those creative and thoughtful leaders happen to be trained to do biology, music, football, or ministry, or any other field of study that we offer. Now, at this point, it probably sounds to you like I'm recruiting people to SC who are already here. But my purpose is much larger than that. My purpose this morning is tied to the very reason Sterling College exists. It is expressed eloquently by the Apostle Paul in his theme verse, uh, or in our theme verse for the year. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I want us to think about what those good works are in which we are to walk. Now, let's be clear. I'm not talking about our Christian commitment as a college to be a, a bunch of rules, to, uh, going to chapel, someone praying before class, or finding out that 2 plus 2 equals Jesus. I'm talking about approaching our disciplines by thinking about what it means that God created this vast universe for us to explore, that we are to serve him as actors, mathematicians, athletic trainers, business leaders, law enforcement, or in communications. I'm talking about the opportunity that we have to discover what we have been created to do with this life. And ultimately, I'm talking about God revealing himself to us through his son, Jesus Christ, who came from heaven, lived on earth, was crucified, and after three days rose from the dead. All of this is why Sterling College is here. And all of this, whether we're really aware of it or not, is why each of us is here. This is an opportunity to think about what it means that God has created us and that Jesus died for us. This is our opportunity to consider what it means to serve him in light of those things. But I want to take this a step further. I want to suggest that, that none of us, from uh, President Rich to all of my esteemed colleagues behind me, to, uh, to the staff members who play such a vital role in the functioning of this campus, to all of you students, even, even freshmen who decided just last week uh, to come here, none of us are here by accident. We have been drawn here for a purpose, not to keep rules or go, go to chapel, though it's a good idea to do those things. But to see God for who he is and to learn to serve him in light of that revelation. And one of the difficult things about a college is that so often we see it as a means to an end. 
What I mean is that, uh, that the transitory and temporary nature of a four-year institution causes us to often look at our college experience as the road to some other goal. Our time here becomes a hoop we must go through in order to get a job in sports management, uh, graphic design as a teacher, a writer, a historian, or a psychologist. We take our relationships here, though strong and lasting, as something different than what is to come when we take a spouse or enter the workforce, as we should. But nothing is more indicative of this temporary nature of how we view college than that dreaded disease that, that many of us are starting to catch right now, senioritis. As the last build up, one last paper, one last class, one last game, one last final exam, we start to look more and more at what comes next. I don't have a cure for senioritis, but I do want us to reconsider how we approach things that are transitory and temporary in nature. If we've come to Sterling College and we're able to accept that God has drawn us to this place at this time, we best respond to this by giving close attention to the opportunity afforded us. This is a time to ask questions about God's call on our lives. This is a time to recognize and appreciate anew, or perhaps for the first time, the price that Jesus Christ paid on the cross for our salvation. To consider this in a way that we never have before, to recognize that this is a time to be transformed, to be changed, to be someone different than when we arrived. Not because we will exit with a degree, because we will exit with a degree and a better understanding of our God and Savior and who we are before him. Knowing God changes lives. The more we grow to know him, the more we become like him. We become like him in, in the quality of his character, in justice, in righteousness, in purity, and in holiness, in mercy, in love. That same love demonstrated by Christ willingly sacrificing his own life on our behalf. The more we exhibit the character qualities of God, the more we become creative and thoughtful leaders who understand a maturing Christian faith. The more we fulfill Paul's assertion, for we are, uh, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is not some far-off goal for, for after graduation when we have a job and a family and we can finally settle down and reconsider so much of what goes on here uh, beyond our training for a career. Here and now, God is calling us to a life well spent. He is calling us to not be focused on a satisfying career or even how wonderful our family is. He is calling us to a life that is focused on him through the death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. This is the beauty and the wonder of a Christian education. We do not ask that you set aside any part of your life for the next few years. We give you the opportunity to embrace all of this life, who you are with its joys and trials and, and triumphs and tragedies. 
We give you the opportunity to pursue skills and knowledge in a field that you love. We give you further opportunities to broaden your horizon and discover more things that you love. We give you opportunity to ask your questions, hard questions about God, faith, and life. And we do it under the umbrella of our Creator God who has given us these passions and who has not flinched from our questions. We do it in the confidence that knowing God brings hope and hope gives us the confidence to turn away from ourselves and embrace our Savior. This, then, is the time to grab everything that Sterling College has to offer and allow it to change your life. And as your life changes, impact the lives and the society around you, both here and wherever God sends you next. This is your time. This is your place to begin to discover the significance of why you were created. Well, by now you're thinking, nice sermon. You going to pass the plate next? I thought about it. Uh, but, you know, at heart, uh, I'm just a preacher, and uh, if you ask a preacher to give a speech, you're going to get a sermon. Uh, but I don't want you to, to see this address as just a sermon. Obviously, I'm passionate about the potential of a Christian liberal arts education to transform lives and to put a Christian witness in any number of key positions in our society, or even not so key. It's in places like Sterling College that we have the opportunity to understand the fullness of our humanity because we are centered on the one who made us human. I didn't become a Christian until I was 18 years old. As some of you know, I didn't go to college for some time after that, actually 11 years. I worked a number of jobs in that decade, mostly in and around the construction industry, and in the course of one job that I had, uh, the guys found out that I was a Christian and that I took my faith seriously because... I wouldn't do things like go to strip clubs with them. Well, it didn't take too long before I was God boy. God boy boy. I'd get there in the morning and the office manager would announce over the loudspeaker, look everyone, God boy is here. I hated that. I was humiliated. So to avoid it, I started showing up late for work and, and walking a path where I knew I could get to my spot and get busy without anyone noticing me. Well, this didn't make things any better. I'd be teased at the Roach Coach, and some of you know what that means. I'd be teased during breaks, even during shifts if the opportunity presented itself. Well, I remember one day slinking in and, and feeling humiliated, and all of a sudden it struck me. I belong to God. Why am I hiding in the shadows? In that moment of focusing on God, my life changed. I started showing up on time, and I would smile at the teasing. Things around me changed. One day, I was at lunch with the office manager. His wife was fighting cancer, and he had struggled with his own issues. And when everyone else had left... He looked at me and he said, Roy, what does this mean, being a Christian? 
I want you to notice something important to that story. It wasn't my morals that made a difference. While I was doing the right thing morally, it got me mocked. What caused at least one person to notice something is that my focus was on the God who made me. Getting teased is trivial. These could be hard lessons. And in this case, what happened wasn't the result of having attended a Christian college. The tie-in is that I was your age when this happened. It was a product of those who had taught me to strive to look outside myself and to realize that I was more than just a worker. And you have that same opportunity here. I don't know how God is going to begin to pour himself into your life while you're here. It might be on the playing field, in your residence hall, in a classroom. I don't know. And whatever your reasons, God has brought you here. Whatever your past, God has a purpose for you. Whatever your interest, our goal is to help you to become a creative and thoughtful leader who understands a maturing Christian faith. And whatever your situation, God can transform you. Seek it out. Let it happen. Don't put it off for some future day. Embrace where God has you now because your time is now. Thank you.